Money, money, money. How can we all be wise with money? In the first season of Empower Your Life, I got the chance to speak with one of the financial experts in Singapore, Michelle Lee. Some of it, if not the majority of, tips she shared in this episode perhaps we're all aware of. The inquiry I leave to you, would you like to have long-term freedom with money? Enjoy the episode. Hi, Michelle. Hello, everybody. Yay. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's an honor to be invited to this. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I'm honored to have you here in our segment, uh, Empower Your Life. And I'm looking forward to, to get to know a little bit story about these awards that you just mentioned. So how are you and how's, how's Singapore? Um, I'm doing good. Uh, Singapore is fine. We have very good governance. And of course, uh, we have this pandemic that is affecting globally. But everybody is, you know, following the rules and, um, you know, staying, just staying home. Okay, <laughs> that's great. And uh, the, the, recently, there, there was a, a transition, right? Because this, you started from, I mean, for a couple of months, it's been relaxed. And just yep. recently, it changed to phase, what, Two. phase three? Yeah, so how did you feel about that? Did you, did you uh, somehow feel kind of disappointed or frustrated? Oh, this time again. No, no, I think that is, is a good call to do this. Uh-huh. It's for the safety and the well-being of the majority. I think it's about, you know, making small sacrifices now rather mm-hmm. than, you know, things get out of control later in the later part of the year. Uh, yeah. You know, i rather, you know, follow, you know, have some, um, some guidelines, some restrictions now then have a full restriction where for a longer time. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's going to eat thing. Yeah, so I'm managing it well. Okay, so are my friends and, you know, my clients because we've been through this, you know, almost yes. like, like one year ago, mm-hmm. right? This is like on the reset button, you know, like for people, yeah. who, you know, we heard of, heard of story people who lost weight during this period of time, so the people who gain weight. So for people who gain weight or didn't re- realize their goals during the period of rest, then perhaps it's just another chance again. Yes, I think it's just, we just keep moving forward, whatever happens, no? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's good that um, pretty well in your side. And uh, of course, so let's talk about you. A little bit story about the company, Legacy Edge, and all about you. So tell us about yourself and the Legacy Edge. So basically, I'm a financial advisor for more than 10 years. Uh, as I was doing the business, the life insurance business, I realized that there was a very huge gap in terms of uh, wealth distribution. People mm-hmm. were so uh, preoccupied with you know buying products, planning, for their future, but nobody plans what happens to the money in the event that they are no longer around. And of yes. course, death is guaranteed. Yeah. But what I realized from my own personal experience is I have seen, you know, personally and also my clients, how family fall apart because uh, instructions were not clear in terms mm-hmm. of how assets were to be distributed. 
And because of this, it caused a lot of uh, disharmony and distrust among family. And yeah. sadly, they all fall apart. Yes, so that's what I wanted to do, you know, uh, by setting up Legacy Age to, uh, you know, become a one-stop station for clients in terms of their financial needs and especially in, in, the, in the area of wealth distribution. And apparently, uh, research and survey has, has been done. More than, you know, 90%, 80 to 90% of Singaporeans have not done a will. Right, and this is one. This is the basis of things that uh, needs to be done, uh, before anyone uh, start planning. Right, like what, yeah. uh, what we have learned. Or it's always important to begin with an end in mind when people yeah. plan for their retirement. Or whatever, yeah, great. But what is the end? You know, what happens to all this when uh, you know, it's guaranteed that one day will not be around. Yes, I think we are not. Um, we are not how do you call it we're not educated or we we still believe that we are not going to die we're not ready to talk about death i think that's one of the reasons why the will is not as common or exposed or open for everybody that you know you have to be ready that especially nowadays right yeah we won't know what will happen next so yeah. i think i think this is a perfect time for everybody who's currently financially stable and maybe it's the right time to do such thing and and and, and yeah so i hope um, everyone who's listening right now will consider that if you think you're financially stable then perhaps uh, start to do or figure out how to write a will so so apart from that uh, of course where yeah. So, Within so, your family, you also mentioned before that because this is pretty much a reflection from your life where you built this company, right? Yeah. Okay. So I said, I think I shared about my personal story. So it goes like this. Uh, scientifically, we, it's a known fact that women live longer than men. Yeah. Yeah. So my grandfather was a really hardworking man. He built a business. He built multiple business, and he had he has seven children, right? And he just left suddenly without a will because as typical Asians, you know, we are very superstitious about such things. So when when the, the moment that he's gone, um, things start to fall apart because there was none. Uh, there wasn't a clear instructions of how the business would be distributed, etc. Right, mm -hmm. and I saw how my grandmother uh, broke apart. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, we even flew all the way to Australia as an extended family to see how they want to distribute um the bank the bank account that my my grandfather has. You know, fixed deposit. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine like 30, 40 years ago, fixed deposit in the country was like uh, it can be like seven to eleven percent, and the power of compounding interest, right, can amount to a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So, uh, of course, there were a lot of disagreements and um, my grandmother, the poor lady, okay, uh, in her 80s, I remember waking up in the middle of the night with her crying and asking oh. me, um, am I a bad, bad mother? Am I unfair? You know, what mm -hmm. should I do with all this? You know, now that my husband is gone, I do not know how I want to manage this, you know, conflict among my children fighting over things, right? Yeah. So this is one poor example of how uh, proper estate planning is not done. 
and cause so much um, turmoil in the family. Versus, mm -hmm. you know, I've seen my uh, godfather, okay, her, mm -hmm. his family, his father, uh, tycoon, you know, he, he planned so well, okay, equally and all this. And till today, 30 years after he's gone, his family, his, his children are all in uh, very good terms. That's right, true. they don't cry over anything because before the dad was gone, he make it known of where his things should go to who, and you know, there's no uh area of uh dispute at all. There's no mm -hmm. way it was so clear and everybody accepted it. Yeah, there was consensus of how things would go uh when he's not around. Mm -hmm. So you see, same um family asset, but um how things turn out is so different. On my side is everybody is not on talking terms and left a very bitter taste. On the yeah. other side, you know, they are all so united and they, they, they are still in good terms and still talk to each other. So then I realized that, wow, really proper estate planning can help to, you know, help to glue, yes, to glue family for many years or to tear them apart. It's, yeah, so it really depends on what matters. If you have... If you have no family, then okay, by all means. But you have children, you know, as parents, I'm very sure okay, is every parent's uh, wish that they want to see their children um, in very good and loving terms. Yes. Yes. I think that's what every parent, you know, wish, right? When they when they gone, that yeah. their kids will still be united. Yeah. That's good. Um, and uh, obviously, now you manage to have this legacy edge and you yourself, I mean, this is just like a side question. So have you prepared for yourself in case? <laughs> oh, no, yeah, not yet. I've done so. <laughs> yeah, and I do review it on an annual basis. Yeah, so that is another misconception. People right away and they just forget. And, you know, it's... They think that once they write a will, that's it. I don't have to change it. But life circumstances can change. A newborn mm -hmm. comes into family or you travel out of country or you have a change of, uh, you know, marital status. Yeah, all these will have to review your will. Yeah. Yes. And you mentioned that, um, that everyone believes, or I think I also believe in that when you write a will, you have to have a lawyer which is a oh. misconception, right? Yeah, there's another misconception. In fact, anybody can write their own view. Mm. Okay? You just have to ensure that, um, you know, this, everything is in, in, in sequel. Okay? Mm -hmm. They are according to the law in Singapore and um, it's enforceable. And of course, um, two most important thing is that your weaknesses, you know, two weaknesses cannot be your beneficiaries. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And they have weakness at the same time. So there are some, you know, um, mistakes that people commonly make when they write their own will. So it's still encouraged to get uh, professional help mm -hmm. for that. Yeah. Yeah. But but in the end, or or to make it the fact that you don't have to, but you just have to be wise to make a will. So to make sure that, like what you said, we have to remember that our witnesses shouldn't be the beneficiaries. Yeah. Okay, great to know the, the story behind the Legacy Edge. And I'm sure it's, it's doing well. And uh, 
And uh, so let's talk about something exciting about this awards that you just recently mentioned. So share us a little bit about that. So basically, uh, I got nominated um, to this award uh, because of my achievements last year. Uh, mm -hmm. So I got the call of the table under the million dollar million dollar round table okay, is a award uh, given in the US. So to financial advisors, so it represents about the top three percent of financial advisors in the world. And I think last year due to the pandemic, okay, I saw mm -hmm. how uh, people are so lack of uh, financial literacy, especially mm -hmm. women. Uh, but for me, uh, before the pandemic, okay, I've mm -hmm. never been um, prominent online because yes. my business even today is strongly uh, dependent, uh, I mean strongly from uh, word of mouth, referral. That's good. Oh. Yeah, and my client group is always, uh, is usually between late 30s, mid, mid to late 30s, all the way to uh, 60s. So this, uh, this form the main bulk of my clients. The average age of my clients should be about 40 plus. Okay. okay. So I've never, uh, I, I do not have a lot of young clients. Okay. Basically it's because I realized that there's a lack of uh, education okay, and yeah. awareness. Yeah. So during pandemic, uh, especially during the circuit breaker, okay, where there was a lockdown, mm -hmm. uh, I used my time to educate and share and reach out to these people. I mean, I didn't reach out to them, but you know, with my content, they were yes. attracted and they enjoy my content a lot. So I thought uh, with this, you know, within a period of, I think, six months to eight months, I have uh, more than 10,000 followers. Okay, I think wow. I have many plus um, from all over the world. I've made wow. new friends, you know, uh, on Instagram. Uh, and they all, and, and they do translate to real life friends, real life friends. Yeah. Um, and of course, what I did is uh, I, I started webinars okay, mm -hmm. to show how to invest and I donated all the proceeds to uh, United Women Singapore as well as uh, children, uh, Singapore Children's Society. Right? And yeah, they were so grateful because I didn't, it didn't occur to me that the pandemic has affected these charity organizations uh, pretty much as well. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Because due to pay cuts and how corporates are, you know, uh, cutting down their costs. So donations were also pretty much affected. So yeah. I was happy that uh, me and my followers were able, were able to contribute in a way uh, and where they learn and I get to share and everyone benefits. Yes, it's always good to have a win-win situation, but at the same time, you also, it's a very big heart for you to, to share or uh, give the proceeds to the charities. I think uh, that's, that's a good, uh, good work. And I, I totally agree with you because uh, from the last uh, episode that I had, so they are actually working for a non, non, uh, non-profit organization. And they mentioned that, yes, it's actually two things that people are becoming more conscientious or conscious with how they spend or to, to what they did spend, but also they have becoming more uh, understanding, especially for people who are at need. In this case, this, uh, this charity or this nonprofit uh, project that I have interviewed, they are helping people with, uh, or children with cancer. 
So, you know, these are the things that uncontrollable and for, for kids don't have anything like financially help them. People still help actually. And I think it's good and very, very, very kind heart of, of you to, to give the proceeds to, to them. God bless you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And you mentioned about women. So uh, there's this, uh, you advocate uh, empowering women to start investing, build passive income. So share us a little bit why you come up with that and how is things going? And yeah. For me, um, when you know, I've I've been an advocate of investing and I've been an investor since young. Mm-hmm. Then I realized that as a woman myself, my peers are not my peers while women are not investing, and I'm always in a crowd of men when it comes mm-hmm. to investment. And women are so good at, at saving, right? But saving mm-hmm. is not going to help us achieve our financial goals uh, as quick as investing, right? because of inflation and also the power of compounding interest that investment can give. Yes. So um, as I was posting, posing about, uh, when as I posted about my results and my, achieve, like my achievement and how I help people to grow their money successfully, more women start to get uh, interested. Okay? They reach out mm-hmm. to me and say that hey, they have never encountered and realized that how invest, investment can change their life in such a way. And accelerate their you know financial goals. So for me, I realized that women are very skeptical to um investing. They think that mm-hmm. um it's a very high risk thing, and it's for men because uh, as women they they are they think that they are more emotional, you know, which is true. Okay, and this mm-hmm. is the part that I come in. You know, I help to manage their emotions and educate them on um different cycles on investment and how to use the cycles of investment to take to take advantage of it and you know value add to our portfolio. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. um slowly, you know, when women when when they reach out to me and they was like, oh this is I'm so nervous. This is my first time uh mm-hmm. investing. You know, I can't uh wait to see how this will work out for me, etc. And you know, it, it it just excites me and you know I feel very proud when they take their first step out of their comfort zone. Um, mm-hmm. take charge of their finances because usually they will be like oh uh, let me ask my husband uh, you know can I just yeah. pass my money to you or they will say things like can I just pass my money to you so that um, you can you can just do it for me mm-hmm. I'll be like hey you know that's not the right thing to do and you know if you do this you are prone to scammers right not that yes, I'm a scammer yeah. but you put so much trust in me uh, you know this why if this person just run away with your money like you know, my job here is to teach you how to fish so that in the event, you know, um, when I'm not around or when you have no one to turn to, you know, you are independent. And that's what mm-hmm. I want for women, to be independent investors. You know, and eventually, you know, when we have a community, we can share ideas like what we've learned and we become better together. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you on that 100%. Uh, I personally have no investment at all. And I totally agree that uh, when you kind of a little, not a little bit skeptical, but it's too risky. Um, and because you don't have 
business oriented in mind as well that kind of give give women or myself to be specific to kind of just jump you know <laughs> and um, and it's it's becoming more uh, how to say incredible and also inspiring to have a woman so like you that will be leading us that uh, leading us okay you don't have to like what you said uh, you can't I can't trust 100% just give my money to you because in every investment there comes a responsibility yep. right definitely <laughs> so and uh, I think I, I think nowadays uh, there's a lot of combination making our lives more complex in a way that before most of the women, <clears throat> most of the women don't have like rights and slowly mm -hmm. we are becoming, yeah. uh, having the rights with all of this, it becomes fair between yeah. man and woman, but we are not fully ready. Most of us not fully ready. Some of us chose to be whatever this, the usual tradition or culture standard like okay you're gonna be housewife but at the same time you, it doesn't mean that being a housewife you cannot make an investment yeah so do you happen to have a client like that that she's an uh, she's a, she's housewife and obviously uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it depends with the couple. Oh, right? my sister is one. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you convince in terms of like, you got to try to invest? No, I, I'm saying, look, right? Uh, what's the worst can happen? Just invest something that you can afford to lose. Not that I say that you will lose. Mm -hmm. I mean, people who lost money eventually have to learn that either you pay the school fees to get to learn from someone or you pay the school mm -hmm. fees to learn by yourself. Yeah. yeah. So I'm there to guide along. Okay. Uh eventually, of course, out of 10 investment, it's not it's impossible to have 10 of them making money. Right? We have to look at the overall portfolio. Are they as long as the overall is healthy? Okay, they make money as an overall, then it's good enough. They don't seek for perfection. That's a problem no. with some women. They they seek for perfection. They want everything to be in profit, you know. Um like how they manage their household is different for investment, right? And, you know, they like, you know, typical house, I have to check in every day. You know, I have to check in every day. No, investments don't work like this. Is think about this, okay? If you, if, for people who have ever been to casino, right? The mm -hmm. longer you sit at the playing, playing deck, right? As the longer you sit, the more you lose your money, agree? You usually make money in the first few, uh, maybe half an hour, right? But you realize that the longer you sit at the playing, yeah, the gambling desk, right? Then whatever you call it, the more you lose, right? The dealer always wins, right? But in investment is the opposite. Okay, mm -hmm. when you start to invest, you don't see immediate returns, right? Like it's like planting a tree. The longer you stay invested, the more money you see that you will make. Yeah. So that's the difference. Yeah. Well, I think with that, what you said, it's still the same. It it uh, it represents the same thing on when we are trying to learn something. It's not an overnight learning. Mm -hmm. It takes days, even weeks or years. So I guess it's the same of of in terms of investing. But there are just 
I think the, the one of the reasons, and this is I'm answering on behalf of myself, is the risk of losing the amount of money. You know, but you mentioned that you don't have to put up money for investment that you are not willing to do so. So let's say I'm just capable of investing for $20. Is there any investment that costs $20? $10. Do you have that kind of idea where women will be open to kind of invest with small amount of money? Are you still there? <laughs> I lost you. What happened? I have no idea also. <laughs> Let me just have... Uh, network start. Okay, I think you need to repeat about <laughs> losing money or something. I'm trying to recall what did I say. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, as I was saying, I think the majority of women, um, one of them, would be the risk of losing the amount, the money, but like what you said, you don't have to invest money that you are not capable or willingly to, to invest. So I'm, ask, I, I'm asking you is that if let's say I'm only capable or willing to invest two, five, 10, 20, or maximum $50, do you think that there will be some kind of invest, investments open for that amount of money? Definitely, you can buy shares, right? can buy shares that is 20 USD or 5 USD or whatever, you know, like uh, maybe I think can look at uh, General Motors or eh, maybe General Electric, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, I think for $50, you can buy two or three shares of the company. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then okay. you are a shareholder already. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's good to know. And then, and then on um, proceeding on how to make sure that you're not making yourself, uh, how to say, yeah, thinking too much, then this is where all this webinars, courses, or learnings that you're providing. So we don't freak out. Yeah, don't freak out. You know, there's always someone <laughs> to guide you along uh -huh. and um, to ensure that you are not doing the wrong things. You are in good hands. <laughs> that's good. That's like good. learning to walk, Cindy. You know when, when you know as a kid when we walk, right? We are we bound to trip a bit, 
you know, mm-hmm. in yeah, ourselves by some abrasions. And that's that's about investing, you know, it's about going through the cycle and still persevere and continue to do what you do. And eventually you build a strong portfolio. Yes. About taking baby steps. Yes, which I think the baby steps applies to everything in life. And I don't know if you would agree with what I'm going to say, but the moment that we are become, we become, we became an adult or adults, our brain function differently. There are a lot of egos and pride out there. Humans, right? I read somewhere that uh, it's normal that our brain will want to uh, protect us from danger. And uh, (laughs) I don't know, sometimes the word danger, it varies from people to people because danger means that it's something that you don't usually do. Yeah. Yes. Mm. It's something that you don't usually do. Yes. And so as our protection mechanism, it will be like, no, don't go there. Don't do that because you, you, you do not know. There's no certainty. Yeah. I think because we, there are a lot of people out there, uh, fear of unknown. And this is one of the things that's difficult to, to get out of it. And uh, doing, of course, I mean, this is just an example. Doing this video, Zoom interview, is not for everyone can do it. It takes practice. I'm not saying that I'm 100% perfect no, doing it. you're doing it. Amazing. Come on. Thank yeah. you. But what I'm saying is that it's the baby steps. I mean, every time that I'm having different guess of course i'm learning so much i'm learning so much and that's the kind of investment i'm giving to myself that i'm putting a lot of time to learn from my for myself and also learning from the people that i have interviewed but of course other people it varies people will find it like okay that's not going to work for me and whatever whatever that be but i always believe that whatever works for you you're going to step out a little bit. And I think um, I'm so grateful that obviously I have you and we can we connected through Grayson. And uh, I have also like a calling that I got to start to play smart, no? That while I'm healthy, while I'm young, I have yeah. savings. Yeah. How can I make that double? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have such a short period of time, right? you know, our asset now is time. Yes. Compared to someone who is in their 50s or 40s and say that, hey, I want to start planning for my retirement, right? But, you know, for people in their 30s or even 20s or even their teens, I look at them and say, wow, people are younger than me. I say, I wish that I'm 25 again, you know, and there's a Michelle Lee who can teach me all uh, the steps you know that I should take to manage my money which are the companies that I should look out for if I had you know bought Starbucks in year 2006 you know I would be so much richer now or yeah or if I've bought some Bitcoin in year 2009 and learn how to you know just hold investments in the long run and not look at it every day then you know we would be so much richer now Okay, but that's the past. We can only look forward and learn what you know could have been done and mm-hmm. apply it forward. Agree, agree. We can never let our past uh, stop us. 
is we should move forward i agree with that so uh speaking of you know generation to generation uh, and uh basically we're gonna talk about on the personal basis right of course you have all of this experience in life in terms of savings so share us for everyone listening or for the viewers what will be your five saving tricks on day-to-day -day expenses I'm, firstly, I'm interested in <laughs> firstly you know when i get my pay i save 80 percent of my income wow okay i put it into investments okay no matter what you know whether it's up or down market i just on that date you know of my pay i'll just invest i'll just mm -hmm. save save it okay so that is number one okay number two I live below my needs. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what does that mean? It means that I don't um spend uh more than twenty dollars at a cafe. You know, I don't eat out as often unless it's special occasion, mm -hmm. and I encourage my friends to not overspend when they are out with me. Yes, right? because coming from a poor family, uh, you know, in the past, we know that twenty dollars. You know, for a poor student or family, they can get by for at least two to three weeks. Definitely. Okay. Mm -hmm. You need to understand that. And you need to how to you need to learn to treasure and appreciate money. No, I'm not saying that you become a miser and you know become so stingy on yourself, you don't pamper yourself. I still do, right? Because it's all our hard work, you know, and I, I do this by uh getting from the profits of my investment. I do, you know. Uh, I do sell some of my profits so that I can pamper myself, etc. Right? Yeah. So that is another thing. So another thing is I always compare, right? When mm. I buy things online. Okay. Like how to compare? Like the price wise? Yeah, the price wise. Okay, I'll look at the price. Number one, I see that is this website a scam? <laughs> True. Yeah. Okay. You, you have to bear in mind, right? So I tend to compare and also look for deals. I download like uh, apps, right? Uh, I'm not sure in your country you have app. Like I, I, usually I just look online first, how much is it selling for? Yes, and I do the same. You know, sometimes, yeah, because sometimes we pay for convenience. Yes. Agree? Yeah. Uh, of yes. course, most of the time I plan my things well. I don't really need it immediately. And because of that, uh, time that I'm able to wait or delay my gratification, I can save at least 10 to 20%. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, so that, that is what I do. Okay, yeah, now, I, yeah. yeah, go on, sorry. Number three, always budget. I always give uh, every dollar a job. Mm -hmm. okay, they have a role to play. Okay. okay. I don't uh I don't overspend. Okay, for example, today, oh, if I'm going to spend food, okay, uh I'm left with this amount of money to put into this area of uh entertainment. Okay, yeah. this is you know, every dollar that I have has a job to play. Yes. Yeah. And it's important to keep track of where your money oh, goes. Yes. But of course yeah. you have to live in abundance, yeah. You don't like, oh wow, you know, <laughs> I spent part at this place. Because it's one dollar more expensive. I mean, like if it's just ten meters apart, then of course I will check it out, right? But yeah. otherwise, I wouldn't, you know. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's no limit. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree with you because when I was uh, working in Singapore for my first five years, I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not earning that much. Actually, I'm earning very low from the standard, and uh, you know, I made sure that I'm not gonna overspend with my salary. Uh, basically, i what I'm trying to do is that every lunch because I'm not very particular of. You know, there are some people that, oh, I have to have different food every day. Oh, no. For me, I can't. I actually, to be honest with you, my first job in Singapore, I had almost the same lunch for the last two years of my first job. It? It's, oh. a, it's a bihon with vegetables. And that's pretty much it. Serious. That's how you stay slim. Wow, okay. Yeah, so it's like, 180 or $2. Wow. Oh, diligence and commitment to save money. Yeah. And then when uh, slowly starting to have increment for my salary, of course, I indulge myself once in a while, but I also track my expenses. And I really agree with you that you have to track because I have, I have people that I know, they don't track where their money, uh, you know, went. And it's like, I don't Oh, but I'm just enjoying life. I said, it's okay to enjoy life. But think about this. I always tell people the reason that you are able to enjoy life now because you are working. So yes. think about this. One day, all of us will grow old, you know, and, and for 50 years old, do you think you can still fetch that kind of salary that you're having now? Do you mm-hmm. have that same kind of drive and energy you have in your career now? Right? Then... Yeah. You know, do you, how are you going to sustain the same kind of lifestyle if the pay is not coming in? Yeah, agree. Why I always tell people in their 30s, 20s, this is the prime of your life, right? You only have the next 20 to 30 years or next 10 to 20 years to, to work your way and save as much as possible, invest as much as possible so that when you're at your 50, you don't have to rely on your savings alone or your salary alone to, you know, fed yourself through your golden years yeah and this brings me to my point number four right like mm-hmm. what i do is that with this circuit breaker you know i mean phase two or whatever i i don't like to spend on a uh, food delivery mm-hmm. it always costs doubly or triple much i would walk my way to the nearest shop or you know to the groceries make my own food right yes. here and you save more money Right? It's all about planning. You need to mm-hmm. plan ahead, you know. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, um, I totally agree with you on this because I myself, I mean, even though I'm not working, I have all the rights to say if I want to. I just prefer to go outside or eat outside or order online. But I talk about more, I mean, of course, the other, another thing is living sustainable, uh, healthier lifestyle. But also tracking my uh, the expenses, right? Because I don't have a job. I want to make sure that I put money to something worth, which is food. We need it. But I'm not the kind of person that okay. Every day we have this like steak, whatever, and then (laughs) it will of course accumulate more than what we earn. So I guess I, I I agree with you, but. 
there are people out there that would say that it's so easy for you to say because you don't know what I'm doing, but, or you don't know how busy we are, blah, blah, blah. But would you agree if I would say, oh, actually you mentioned it already that planning, planning. So how would you think that, of course, people would say, what about for parents? No allowance to parents? Yeah, I mean, like not allowance, but just like how to to manage their their budgeting in terms of say like the lunch and all of that, you know, instead of preparing food at home, if they don't have time, especially if they're working, working as well. Then I think you can look for catering. <laughs> you have to outsource somehow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you have to teach your kids. You mean those with children, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I think the thing about parents is that they have not been able to teach their children how to save and become financially independent, mm -hmm. right? If I say they can get their children pay, to pay a part in their financial planning as a family, then you'll be so much more awesome. Yes, which uh, yeah. this is a... A kind of conversation, a little bit uh, sensitive, I would say. A lot of yeah, some, some parents wouldn't want. They don't. They think that oh, that will make my children money face. I don't want them to be money face. <laughs> yeah, but it is true. You know, I've read this book about Richard Branson. He he was taught by his parents that okay, if you if you want to do something, okay, I'm gonna give you a job. You're gonna clean my car wash. Uh, you're gonna clean my car. And I, you're going to get money. And that's how they've been taught to be. Yeah, you know, I wish my parents did that, you know. I do. I and agree. I said, I told my mom, why are you not doing this? Like, why, 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 I'm not, why are you not doing this? Say, no, this is your job. You're supposed to do it. Why should I pay you? You know. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. I think, I hope, you know, I think if there's a balance for everything and we practice that very strictly, we can achieve that, but unfortunately, it's either too much or too less. But it's difficult to, to be in balance air, uh, part, right? I think this is our challenge. Uh, so anyway, last but not least, I would, yeah. you know, I'm, a, I'm a Christian, right? Uh, I tie 10% of my income to the church. So that is something that I do as well, okay? to give my first fruit of my label to my creator, to God, yeah. And mm -hmm. that is how I see uh, my life is in, uh, my finances and my life is in God's hands, yeah. And I see how things that like, work out perfectly, you know, these are for believers, right? Yeah. I strongly encourage believers to tie, uh, even if they are in debts. Okay, you have some faith that um, things will go out well and, he will open doors in whatever financial difficulty we might be going through. Yeah. It's true. I agree. That's very nice. So you have 10% to, to share to, to, to our God. Yeah, God gave me 100%. I give 10% back to him. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you budget, you plan. What else you got too? Uh, uh, I budget, I plan, I live below my means. Uh, yeah, below your means. And the first one was? 
the first one is that I save 80% of my income. Uh, yeah, the 80%. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. That's good. <laughs> good to know and good to tips out there. So hopefully, I actually, everyone knows about it. I'm sure, but it's just the practice. Applying yeah, it. Need someone to <laughs> nudge them. You know. Yeah, but I totally agree with that tips. It's actually... I am applying that and it's very helpful to make sure that you have not exceeded what you can send and yeah. just below. With below your means. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think for some people who have a lot of things lying along, around their house, sell them on Carousel, make some money. Yeah. Another man's junk is another man's treasure, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I guess... There are a lot of, I mean, one of the things why we don't do what we know because of the fear of the society, the fear of failure, the fear of fear, you know, that you are battling with yourself. And I think this is what, I mean, the tips that you gave us just now, it's pretty much everyone knows it, but I know that not everyone applying this on the daily basis it's because of because reasons um, either it's difficult to get back to the to the to the what the society know me mm -hmm. you know? or or because i don't want people will will judge me whatever i think there's a lot of complications nowadays that i hope that we slowly understand that we can survive within one, two people that are close to us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You don't have to have thousands of people to be just, of course, having a community, that's a different story. But within your heart, within close to your heart, I think uh, what I'm saying is that you don't have to listen to, to a lot of voices just for you to apply this day-to-day -day expenses, right? Mm. So... I guess that's one of the many reasons why we know what we need to do, but we refuse to follow anyway. So anyway, um, what about, let's talk about all the businesses or the business owners out there uh, or who would, or people, sorry, people who would like to start being an entrepreneur. So financial, uh, financial tips that you can share before uh, starting a business. What do, what, should they consider first? Mm. Sorry, what is it? The financial tips for uh, people out there that considering to start up their business. What do they need to consider financially? Financially, right? If let's say you're going to have business costs, right? Make sure that you are covered for at least two years. Wow. How do you calculate that? For example, if you're going to get a rent of a shop, mm -hmm. right, and it's going to cost you 2000 and you have a headcount, you have a staff, mm -hmm. right, make sure that you have the salary already in your bank account. Mm -hmm. Right, because most business that fail, I see, is because they do not have budget planning. Mm -hmm. okay, they do not have the cost-benefit analysis. Mm -hmm. They do not have the projection of the business. Thus, mm -hmm. it led to the failure, right? That is one of the reasons. Oh, another reason is that they are able to bring money 
but they tend to reinvest back into their business and the cycle just go on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's important to pay yourself a good salary and manage from there. Mm. So, yep. so how, how would you think that, so for example, for those people who don't have an experience in terms of financial uh, background, uh, what can you share with them or like how do how would they learn that you know you can't just jump starting a business without understanding financially what are those like um, let's say I have 100,000 savings right and then let's say you I am very ambitious I want to start a, a, a consultancy with 100,000 so how would you think that for, for, for me as your client, right? To be able to, to know that, hey, these are the things that you need to consider on this before you jump. The idea is good. I think it's doable, but with the amount of money, you have to break it down. So I think, what are those breakdown that- I think they need to have a business proposal, right? <laughs> they, need to have a, they need to have a projected financial uh, projection. They need, they, I, mean, I mean, a lot of business owners are like very good in ideas, but when it comes to crunching numbers, this is not their best uh, forte. Yeah. Then my suggestion is hire a CFO. But what if they don't have that much of money to, no, to you invest? Have to. You have to. Uh-huh. If not, then your business will fall apart because... Because business is not just about ideas. It's, it's about numbers and figures as well. But what about the small business owners? It's just like one man show. I'm sure you know a lot, right? Okay. So how can they manage everything? First and foremost, you, you must get your business. You must get your business plan in place first, right? Mm-hmm. And I always say start with baby steps, right? Start with a one-month goal. Three months milestone, six months milestone, one year. Instead of looking it as such a big goal, mm-hmm. cut them down into smaller goals. Okay. Mm. So, okay. Then if you don't have the kind of money, get a bank loan. Bankers, <laughs> yeah. Or okay. get investors on board, yeah. Investors, yeah. Actually, I never thought of investors. But how how can you? How can you share tips with people to kind of, okay, uh, loan? What are those? Of course, for banker, for bank, banks, right? They have categories or they have ways to approve submissions. So one thing that you think is very important for small business owner that would like to start the business to consider that this is what you should have when you submit your 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 uh, request for loan in the bank or investor to bank and your relationship with the bank i think the most important thing is also your credit score mm-hmm. yeah of course if let's say someone who has been through bankruptcy or have a bad track record then the bank wouldn't lend you money but bank is not the only solution you have your friends and family mm-hmm. They yes. can be your investors as well, right? That's so why they want to be born in a rich family. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I agree. Okay. Yeah, that's very interesting. Okay. So, get a business mentor, you know. I'm not the best person to talk about this, but get a business mentor who could be in the same industry 
or someone that they look up to who has uh, been through and done that, I mean, these people will be more valuable than just a financial advisor, right? Financial mm-hmm. advisor, it comes to just the money part, but when it comes okay. to um, getting the money and et cetera, the network, it's all dependent on the business owner. True, it's true. Whatever works for them and also, yeah, I agree with you with the mentor. It doesn't matter which field you add. If you're building for a business, I think having a mentor really help to get you clarity and really step-by-step step to make things happen. Yeah, that's a good tip. Uh, mentor, you know, this uh, bank loans, investors, and friends for making them an investor. So uh, thank you so much. And uh, we are ending. And this is my final question, or I call it highlight. Okay. Every interview. Wow, that's fast. Time, good time. Time yeah, fast. No? That's great. That's great. And um, I think during this pandemic time, and uh, it's, I always try to... I'm very optimistic person and I'm very uh, solution oriented person, you know, and I know it's not, it's not easy every day, but you gotta find ways, why find ways to make things, you know, uh, reasonable solution, mm-hmm. uh, probable. Yes. So how do you make yourself optimistic? Me? Yes. I meditate in the word of God. Wow. I talk to people who are positive. I basically just surround myself with positivity, not just people in terms of the things I read and watch. You know, there's so much negative news going on. Um, and honestly, such news make us feel very demoralizing. And I would advise people to uh, read again. Do not read, do not indulge into this news that this and this is dying. You know, yeah. then you lose hope in life sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So most importantly, um, always count your blessing. Be grateful. Mm-hmm. You know, have a gratitude list. Before you sleep, you know, thank yeah. God for three things that, I has, that, that you have in life or has happened in your life. Yeah. That's good. I practice the same. I always... Um... Uh, have the gratitude attitude you know <laughs> and uh, I like I uh, like what you said uh, the news mm-hmm. honestly I barely read news nowadays I focus oh. to what I need to do <laughs> yes, uh, yes. because in that way you know watching or reading this kind of whatever you call it or news or articles it kind of make you um, distracted. And by the time that you realize, oh my God, I've been looking all the news or reading the articles for hours. Oh, it's so demoralizing. And of course, videos, right? I think the internet, okay, um, please don't, you know, see what other people are. You know, sometimes when you go to social media, you don't really see the truth. You'll be like, oh, this person is having so much fun. Oh, this person is so successful. I wish that I could be like him. Oh, wow, we are the same age. We went to the same school, but why am I so different? Why am I not seeing the kind of success that they have and all this? Come on. 
I just want to tell you, these people who are successful, they, they may not be appear to be happy all the time. And I'm sure they have the struggles that they have to go through that they do not share publicly. Yes. And in actual fact, you might be even better off than them. Yes. I yeah, mean, so that's the thing, right? People look at other people and they make themselves feel less. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, don't do you that. Have to, you have to limit, if not, social media. You know, for me nowadays, I only, I only look into my account when I'm, uh, I need to post something. Other than that, I try not to browse because that's going to kill my time. Then what do you do? Well, I have a deep work. I'm working on my video. I'm working on my singing. Uh, you know, I focus more on how to achieve things. So mm -hmm. I call it deep work. If I'm on my deep work, no data, no Wi-Fi from my phone, so nobody can disturb me. Only no, on my work. laptop. Deep work. What's that? Deep work, you know, deep work. Oh, which means... you mean in the phone that's this mode? No, 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 no. I just... Your own, this is your own uh, definition okay. of deep work. Okay, yes. so you're really off your data, off your Wi-Fi on your phone. Yes, when I'm working, I call it working. When I'm doing with my website nothing wow. only when i'm done when i said that okay 6 6 p.m 7 p.m is my call then okay i'm gonna turn on my my wi-fi i'm gonna look at uh, my messages from messenger yeah. or my whatsapp after that no more so i gotta do something because i mean i i'm still building right i between you and I, you, you are already here. I'm just here, so I gotta ah, do that. Don't say that. You are <laughs> almost there already. Don't worry. <laughs> Thank you. But I, I mean, this is one of the things that that if I, because I'm very, very uh, dedicated and committed to what I want to achieve. Therefore, I gotta do something different, and this mm -hmm. is one of those. Nice. Hey. Yeah, so yeah, so I agree. Less news reading, less social media, and gratitude. Awesome, awesome. And um, believing that, you know, God always have ways to, to make us. We all have our own path to take, okay? This is okay. time, don't worry. True, true. I never but, thought that I'll be where I am today either. Yeah, we just go through that. Just yes, go through definitely. time, right? Yes. So, yeah, that's great. So, I think um, it's very, very uh, enjoyable, interesting. Uh, thank you for inspiring in terms of empowering women like me to start maybe investing and start about, you know, making whatever savings we have into investing something double or triple yeah. and to take that kind of risk with the learnings that we can learn from you so speaking of learning from you so share with us where we can find your business and like what you said you also offer financial um, uh, help uh, in terms of advisor advisor okay, yeah don't ask me advisory. Okay. yeah yeah across the globe so where we can find you Okay, you see, you see the you see my virtual background, right? Okay, yes. so this is my Instagram. Yes, uh, oh, this side, right? Yeah. Uh, ask Michelle Lee, right? I'm always active on Instagram. 
yeah, you can always direct message me there. I'll mm-hmm. reply um, whenever I see it. That's good. That's good. And, and uh, get in touch. Yeah, get connected. Yeah. Do you offer kind of uh, free first consultation in Singapore? If let's say they wanted to check what service do you have? Uh, not ah, okay. So uh, I do offer free first consultation uh, on certain period of my calendar. It really depends. If let's say I'm busy, then I will not. And usually I'll charge. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, but that's good to know. So mm. yeah, so great. So there you go. Uh, people out there, if you're based in Singapore, she can definitely assist you further with the website or the email and the, the social media accounts that she has on her yeah, yeah, yeah. screen. You can ask me anything even about <laughs> cryptocurrency. Yeah, I, I'm more yeah. so excited to share about cryptocurrency. I'm excited to hear from you on that. So, yeah. So once again, I um, I hope that you're gonna make it for the awards, and the awards will be uh, released the result July. Seven of July, yeah. First or second? Seven, seven. Uh, seven of July. So good yeah. luck. But anyway, that's already a big achievement being part of the 280 submissions. You're on the final, so that's already a good good thing yeah because you're doing amazing uh you're also balancing of sharing not only your uh financial but also uh, tips and knowledge that you have to learn uh, to to help more people like us women so thank you thank you thank you so much and uh, thank you for your time i know it's friday night so, yeah. <laughs> so thank you thank you and i appreciate thank you. the time thank you, Thanks. thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoy that interview and i hope that you find it inspiring and motivating remember stay optimistic and take action slowly but surely for your big dreams thank you once again and i'll see you on the next episode here at empower your life